Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It's Tuesday, September 3rd. Hope you guys had an okay Monday. The important thing to remember is that God's on the throne. He keeps his promises. He lifts up our countenance. He encourages us, exhorts us, directs us, and corrects us, right? He is faithful uh, even when we don't feel faithful. <laughs> he is um, there even when we feel alone. He is um, protecting us even when we don't think about it, you know? So God is good. I mean, he is so good in so many ways. And so what we just looked at <clears throat> yesterday or the other day, this last episode, is the fact that uh, we are to bear one another's burdens. That is important. And it's also important that we examine our own hearts and figure out where we are with the Lord. And that's what Paul's going to be talking about. Yeah, we need to lift one another up, but also it's about you and the Lord. And so he says in Galatians 3 through 5, or 6, 3 through 5, he says, For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself, right? He's been talking about conceit. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. And so, yeah, we are to lift one another up. That's a huge action that we are to take as Christians. But also... We don't do that at the expense of our own personal spiritual life. You know, you can you can actually make ministry and helping others an idol. And there was a time in ministry years ago where I, I was doing. I was married. You know, uh, me and me and my wife were married six years before we had kids. So I was all in for the ministry. I said yes to everything, which was good at first, but then it was like every single night. Every single night I had, I started many ministries. I started a, you know, college and career. I started a marriage ministry. started five community groups throughout uh, the community on Monday nights that met. And uh, I was sort of running the youth. Uh, I would teach the adults here and there. I mean, it was non-stop, which was good at first. But after a while, I realized, wait a second, my marriage is suffering here. I'm doing so much with ministry. I'm putting it before my spouse such an unhealthy thing because you need time with your spouse I needed time with my wife I didn't have any literally didn't have any and when we had a half a day off or whatever without ministry stuff we'd have to run errands and clean and or we would just sleep because we we're exhausted so it was like run 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 and it was more striving than surrender it was more burden than blessing too much of a good thing could be a really ruling and a bad thing. And so, uh, man, I got to the point where I was just like, I, I'm doing too much. Me and my wife need a date. <laughs> like, we need just me and her, no one else, because that is number, that's number two. Number one is your relationship with Jesus. If that's, that can, can't be sacrificed either on the altar of ministry. And so, um, so things started to suffer because I put ministry over my personal relationship with Christ and also uh, my marriage, and it was not good. And so I examined my own heart, and I started raising people up to take over some of these ministries that I had started, and it started to get so much better. I focused more on my wife and less on the ministry. Now, I didn't abandon ministry. I still did a lot. I was full-time, right? So... Um, so I had to rebalance 
things and it got so much healthier so much healthier and so we we need to examine our own hearts to see where we're at with the lord i think it's one of the most important things to do you know it's between you and him like where am i at what am i missing what am i doing too much of what am i not doing enough of and the lord will give you insight into that um, and, and I'm so grateful for that because even when going to the school of ministry, there was a guy from Princeton. He had graduated from Princeton. There, he's super smart. And uh, when we when school ministry started for that semester that year, he grabbed all of his school ministry books: uh, Greek, Hebrew, biblical counseling, um, preaching, like all of the all of the books, all the stuff, all the assignments that we had to do. And he grabbed all the books and he went to the director's office and he dropped the books all these books on his desk and he said this is just too much like this is i can't do all there's not enough time for this and he went to princeton and graduated and so school ministry he was saying this is too hard i was i was like what and and, uh, so he dropped the books on the desk he says too much and the director the school minister is like well that's the point there's always going to be too much there's always going to be things we have to balance in life. And we're not just teaching you, you know, hermeneutics, exegesis, Greek, Hebrew, biblical counseling. We're not just teaching you all that stuff. The main thing that you're going to learn is how to balance it all. And I thought that was such a good insight because that is ministry. That is life. Because if you're off balance, if you spend less time with your you know, husband or wife one-on-one and more time with everything else, then it's going to suffer. If you spend more time just, you know, gathering together in, in ministry areas and opportunities and stuff and you don't spend that quality time with your kids well then they're going to resent you I, I, you know i hear that all the time and i heard that years ago before not before i was a pastor but i think right when i was kind of ordained on uh, in 2009 or whatever that a lot of pastor kids uh, grow up and they don't like the church they don't like ministry they don't like any of it because their parents that's what they put first before them and that's something i've we've intentionally in the last 10 years want to make sure we're not doing is sacrificing our kids in the altar of ministry like we don't want to put ministry before our kids we're not we're not going to do that now we're involved in a lot of ministry we start a lot of ministry we run a lot of ministries and all that right but at the same time they're a part of that and they have fun and also we make sure to be like okay we just had like three you know three ministry things in a row three days so Let's go have fun. <laughs> Let's go hang out. Let's go eat together. Let's go. What do you guys want to do? Let's go on a bike ride. Yeah, like we'll balance it out. And it's a constant. I understand it's a constant battle, but it starts with examining our own hearts alone to see where we're at with the Lord. Because ultimately, we're responsible for what we do. Like I just taught on the master going away and giving um, minas to the to the servants who were to be responsible and invest what the master had given them where they're at. And so out of the 10, only three of them are mentioned. Two of them were faithful. 
One of them was unfaithful with what their master had given them. Stewardship, responsibility, right? And so we should make sure that we're following our Lord, that we're investing what he's given us for him. But that also we're balancing it all out so as something doesn't suffer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like we have to be aware of what we're doing and what we're what we need to let go of what we need to put our hand to hand to um it's honestly it is it's a daily thing and it can be difficult but the lord is the one who gives us wisdom and order to know what to do he gives us those confirmations keep going on that let go of that right now it's not going to work go out with your spouse have a date talk like real adults just you two and enjoy one another again and so it's like god's given god's given us things to be responsible for and we need to continually and constantly i believe seek him to figure out the order of things like generally speaking the order of things is pretty simple right the lord jesus first relationship with him your spouse next then your kids then everything else that order should not change. That order should stay the same. But then we have daily decisions we have to make, right? As you look forward to at the beginning of the week, you go, okay, we have this, this. Okay, we have no time together. We have no time with our kids without having a gathering. Let's just hang out with our kids and have a family day. Like Mondays are our family days. Like we uh, really are protective of that we make sure we let people know that like monday is just us like we're just having family day you know unless someone's in the hospital and i do i have to do a visit and all that like i will do that like definitely but we like to make mondays family day so yesterday we had a family day we had a bike ride we played games we just connected we ate to get ate you know meals together we just were together as a family and it was a huge blessing. And the kids, that's what the kids live for. They love that. And uh, they're just so, you can tell their countenances are lifted and they're just happy. They're joyful. And so, uh, it's just a balance. You know, examine your own heart. See where you're at and see what God wants to do. And uh, you won't regret it. Well, okay, God bless you guys. Um, it is, again... It's Tuesday, and I hope you guys have a good and blessed rest of your day. Praying for you guys. Love you guys, and we'll talk to you in the morning.